So the NFL running back situation has gotten really interesting over the last few weeks as now some of the major stars in the NFL are looking for their contracts to be done before the NFL season starts. So on this edition of the Sports Cubicle, I want to talk with Paul Shavari, Devin Tingo, the Marvelous One, Dan Marver. I'm Mike Mercado. The vibes are feeling good. Thank you, Chip Carey, for bringing us in this very important NFL conversation. What? Paulie. Let me doesn't ask you something. Doesn't make breakfast at all. All it <laughs> does is shoot you. So, Paulie, let me ask you this. As a Raiders fan, you saw this uh, news from Jim Irsay and this craziness. Oh, Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor. So, for those who didn't hear, this is what the Colts yeah, owner, okay. Jim Irsay, had to say. To, man, you're throwing a lot at us here. Hold on. I want to see the logical way you brought us from, what was that, Mike Talkman robbing a home run to win the game for the Cubs on Friday night or whatever, Friday or Saturday. That's correct, Friday. Yeah. And Chip Carey's call of it, the Cardinals broadcast call Absolutely. of it. Okay, and then you transition that into yes. the running back situation yeah. of contracts in the NFL. So wait, wait, just so everyone knows what we're talking about here, the market for running backs in the NFL is deemed really unfair by the running backs. Oh, they're a bunch of uh, uh, rich, uh, spoiled crybabies, you might say, but the lifespan of a running back is very short and they can get injured and they like peak and they're not really paid for what they truly do add to a football team. This is what you're going, okay. How did we get from there to there? And and you're going to talk about how Jonathan Taylor now wants to be traded? That's correct. Colts owner Jim Mersey said, because, if I die tonight and Jonathan Taylor is out of the league, no one's going to miss us. The league goes on. We know that. The National Football League goes on. It doesn't matter who comes and who goes, and it's a privilege to be part of it. After everything that you've heard from the Colts owner, you saw as a Bears fan, David Montgomery, wanting to get paid, ends up going to Detroit. Dalvin Cook doesn't have a home. Josh Jacobs is looking for a new deal. And then you hear an owner actually say this. This has to be at some point collusion for an actual position in the National Football League. Well, I mean, yes, as Paul did kind of talk about, unless we edited that part out and you didn't hear that part, that running backs don't necessarily have the longest careers in NFL of any out of any position, I'd have to say here. And it definitely does kind of seem like the thing where, you know, these are the guys that, you know, I feel running backs get hurt the most. I feel they, we know they have the shortest careers at a most, and now they're not getting paid the most here. I mean, it definitely kind of shows something there, you know. With, I, I, I brought this back to you year, uh, a few weeks ago, you know, years ago, going back with the Bears. Matt Forte won that big running, that big contract, so the Bears moved. Then they had Michael Bush, Jeremy uh, Langford, Jordan Howard, uh, David Montgomery, uh, Tariq Cohen, then David Montgomery. Then Khalil Herbert. It's like we see kind of how the running back thing goes here. It's like, and you know, if you get a guy who's on a rookie deal, like a rookie or at least a younger running back, you can definitely pay them peanuts, as we kind of learned here, because everyone's rookie deal is really small because, you know, you know, that's what it is. But now we're seeing we got, you know, rookies aren't going to stay rookies forever. They're going to become veterans at some point that can still produce a heck of a game here. And I know me and Mercado did talk about this a few weeks ago, but you might be onto something there with the collusion there, Mercado, because this definitely seems a bit, you know, sus, but at the same time here, it's like you need a good passing game and a good running game. And unless every team thinks they're going to have, you know, their own Justin Fields, I don't see how you're going to be able to do that successfully. Well, so I would say Quan Barkley, but Paul's Vegas Raiders with Josh Jacobs, you would think whatever they're doing, like it, it makes sense to me with Josh Jacobs if they wanted to trade him because they're all in on Caleb Williams. But if you're looking at what Josh Jacobs actually brings value to the position, he's underpaid and he deserves a paycheck after what he did this past season. It To me, it's 
the league has told you. It's no longer like, oh, you know, the 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 unkept secret of we're not going to pay running backs. We're going to use them until the wheels fall off. You still got to pay somebody for the performance. You know, you can't just take advantage of somebody for. And I think about somebody like Josh Jacobs, where his situation is a little bit different than some of these other guys. But in this case, for you, Paul, personally. Your team is going through it. What we saw Bears fans go with Josh Jacobs, who actually has some value to him. Where are you when you hear an NFL owner say that, and your team is going through this drama with the running back, who's actually pretty good? I just hope he doesn't hold out. That's you know, as a fan, I, I hope he plays. You know, he's clearly talented. He clearly deserves to get paid more. The franchise tag, for what it's worth, though, he's supposed to be one of the top five paid players at the position. The problem is, is we've noticed that this position is severely undervalued compared to and and. This is the problem with a cap in the NFL. This is a problem with quarterbacks getting paid too much of a of a salary cap. You know, like you you want to be. I know it's a very important position. You know, this is the problem with uh, guys like Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack saying that we deserve to get paid the highest contract in the league for. You know, where do you round out the other fifty two players if all that money's tied up into one player? So, yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, at least Jacobs would get paid top of the league, you know, based on what happened. I think the Raiders' plan is to move on after yeah. this year from him. I think that was always the plan. And I think part of that is just the nature of the position where, okay, he, lucky for him, he's healthy at 27, 28 years old, whatever it's going to be. But then what sort of value is he going to have in the next five years for a team if he can even get that much? And can he stay healthy? It was a miracle last year that he... He got a lot of carries. You know, it wasn't really like a running back by committee at all for the Raiders. And he stayed healthy through all of that. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like you're they're severely underpaid. They, they're exploited or overused. Um, but but this is the nature of the NFL. And this is something that oh, I've always been saying when uh, especially in the Raiders position where they've probably put so much money into probably Devontae Adams and Jimmy Garoppolo. Like it's, it's fairly balanced. But for years, it was Derek Carr had all that money, you know, and Garoppolo does have a big deal. You know, so it's like when you have that and all that dead cap money, yeah, someone's someone's got to be uh, taken advantage of, and unfortunately, it's Josh Jacobs. So I think it's really interesting you bring up where the money gets divided because we've talked about this forever. Now, I think we could all these things could be true at the same time. The most important things in football for a successful football team is in this order: your quarterback. The guy who goes after the quarterback. The guy who stops the guy who goes after your quarterback. The guy who catches the ball from the quarterback. And then the guy defending the guy catching the ball from the quarterback. Those are the most important things. So essentially, your quarterback, your edge rusher, your tackle, your wide receiver, and your cornerbacks. Right now, in today's NFL, that is the most important thing. For a long time, it was your linebackers and your interior linemen because it was a running back league. It was everything was up the middle. It was 60% running, so you needed to have the nutrition to be able to go through that thing. That's not the case in the NFL. You have to have conditioning in today's NFL. you got to have somebody special Aaron Donald who's going to do something like that where he's going to be on the field for 90% of the place. You can't have some of these guys like Albert Hainsworth back in the day where he's on the field for 65% of the place and making $55 million. Like there is a hierarchy in this, but it goes to your point. This is where if you're going to do that, everybody needs to in the perfect world, everybody else's pay gets up a little bit. Everybody's brought up. But this is the problem with the running back positions. You no longer could be a workhorse. That's not the only thing you can be. You have to be Austin Eckler and Christian McCaffrey. You have to be a blocker. You have to be a wide receiver, well, a running back it, and tight end. It's not every running back should be built the same. I agree that's, with that's 100%. A I, I know what you mean because like, yeah. those are those are kind of mm-hmm. freaks. Like you talk about McCaffrey, how versatile he is as a running back and a receiver and a block. You know, that's that's like a fullback running back sort of sort of thing or tight end running back sort of. But 
J- Jacobs isn't that guy. You know, Jacobs is just like a, and I wouldn't even say utility. He's like a, maybe a speed guy, uh, hit the whole hard sort of running guy, but uh, can be influential in a short passing game as well, or like a, a, a check down sort of a running back. You know, but, th- but that's that's the running back position. So how do we how do we pay one position the same when all of these guys have different attributes that they bring to an offensive system in different offensive systems? Some systems favor the running game, power up the middle. Some systems favor the short pass. Some systems don't really work with the running game at all and are really just all passing game. So I, you know, that's that's just kind of my thing is you know regulating the the value of that position. We can't look at that position as if it's a one size fits all. And that's where I want to go to, Paul Aceus, as you were talking about how a lot of players, a lot of teams put their money in the quarterback. Do you think we need salary cap by position now? Possibly. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know the business aspect, but that's a really good idea. It's a so side we- salary cap where, like, your quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herberts, Joe Burrows, they guaranteed they can only take up 25% of your salary cap, and there then the go. rest is allocated to all the other positions. Could I you think- see the players' union going for something no, like that? Be- no. Well, here's the thing, right? The players' union is the quarterbacks. Like, that's what it comes down to, right? Okay. They're the most, because they're the ones who make the most money. So they dictate who's going to end up, how high the salary cap goes, who you match your deal with. The reason why a Justin Fields is going to make stupid money if he stays healthy is because the quarterback before him just made stupid money before him and before them. And it's going to go on this way. Just wait until Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are ready for their contracts in five years, how much stupid money the quarterbacks are going to make there. What's fascinating is the TV deals and all these things aren't going to happen now. If this is the only sport that continues to be able to make make money off of doing that. I think you have to really consider making a quarterback its own salary cap for one reason. Patrick Mahomes takes up $400 million, I think, total of that contract for the next decade. Essentially, owner half quarter ownership or something crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to do the math, what's that going to be for Joe Burrow three years from now? And that's not necessarily that he's Burrow better than Mahomes. stay healthy, it's right, already yeah, bad no news that he got injured uh, this year. What, what if he's injury prone? What if that, and that, that's what I'm afraid of. But, but here's the thing. That's 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 the, the, uh, the question, right? It's like, you're going to invest all these money in a sport where anybody could literally lose their career any given snap, but it is that position. That position they have dictated is because it touches the ball every day, it know every possession, it knows all the plays. Your, your team lives and dies through the quarterback. Through the quarterback, period. And a- any sport, I don't think there's there's a position that's more valued in terms of the wins and losses of that game than quarterback in the NFL. Second closest is goalie in the NHL. Sure. That's it. Like yeah. to me, like that's when it starts. Like if you have a goalie that's on his head during a playoff run, I mean, you could you could, you could win a Stanley Cup. Goalie in almost any sport. Then at that point, but, sure. But yeah. like, but it's yeah, that, I know, it's you, that. I know like, what you mean. I can't think of any you know any other sport where one position is valued so much. It's be- because, like you, you know, said, may, the maybe pitching is in baseball, right? But, but even then, you know, there's so many pitchers, you know? and they have the ball in their hand, just yeah. like quarterback, right? Like yeah. every play goes through them. Now, this is what you brought up the Burrow thing, where AB stays healthy. You know, as Bears fans that we always talk about, it's not whether or not you're better than the person is. Can you make it to that point? Kirk Cousins was never the top five quarterback in the NFL. He got paid like one because it was his turn to get paid like one. And that's what you also got to keep your eye on is can your general manager, can your franchise, which I think the Chiefs did pretty well, maneuver itself enough where that Alcatraz of a contract, you could still work around it. But, I mean, it's, it's something that... I think all NFL, I think all sports fans have their eyes on right now because of gambling, because of fantasy sports, and just because of enjoyment. What the running back position is going to be? Like, is it just going to be a glorified tight end? Has the tight end now become a glorified wide receiver? Wide receiver? You know, it's like we've seen it evolve. 
but does evolve mean the death of something? Just means it's changing, right? So are the NFL front office going to change with the running back? Are running backs going to change? You know, like the Darren Sproles. We thought that was going to be every running back, but it, it's only a few unicorns like that. Mm-hmm. It's only a few of them. So I don't know. I think this is a a a gay for sports fans where we're all going to look back at it and be like, this was a pivotal moment for these athletes in this specific sport. When, when does the next CBA run out? Because I, th- I think that's that factors into this. If it's a while from now, then I think you might try and see the running back sort of fight for something in the middle. Uh, but if it's coming up soon, then that's going to be... March 2030. 2030. So yeah. there's going to be a yeah. run So there's going to be a while, while. yeah. So yeah. I, I could see the running backs kind of fighting for something in the middle of that. You almost have to. Yeah, next yeah you almost have to. But it's going to be a conversation. It's going to be something that we talk about this entire time. Guys, I know we're a baseball-loving show here, community, when we're going around the water cooler. But, oh, my God, football's back, and it is just all so glorious. I can't wait. But if football is back, that means the MLB trade deadlines around here. That means basketball's around the corner. That means that we're really getting into a heart of sports season. We had a little bit of a lag, but we're getting into the full swing of things so that should be really fun it's going to be an interesting rest of the show because trade deadline is here which means cubs and Sox are on the clock so we'll see how that plays out we're going to have paulie and the marvelous one dan marvel talk about the cubs and white Sox, how they play out in this trade deadline and of course devin and i will have our eyes if the bears decide to get an edge rusher heading into the second week of training camp here on the sports cubicle with the marvelous one dan marvel devin single paul shivari i'm mike mercado very familiar spot And there's a blast deep to left, his first of the year. A no-doubter. That has to feel really good. Well, he was saving it up for over a year, and he got every bit of that. That's about as far as Tim can hit the baseball. And I've got to be thinking it's about 410, 415 feet. I mean, he crushed it. 